Last time on Improvised D&D, the podcast. The terror it lets go frees itself from your grip and leaps into the woods. It's taking us back. No, the storytellers. Scout, I've been on a great journey trying to find you. You broke up with us? Ooh. No. How could you not tell me the greatest love of your life? Scrambles <laughs> leaps upon your shoulders, Malvolia. Oh, scrambles, what are you doing? And, ah. you, and, and nabs, surprisingly, the key <gasps> from your hands. <laughs> no, I need that. I do not want to hear another peep out of you until we get to this castle. Peep. Oh, that's good. That's not the real Garamond. <sighs> what? What? Wait. I burst from the snow. Hello. <laughs> it's me, Garamond. <laughs> seems like... Magnolia has fallen from the path of redemption. As the doors open, greeting in our dynamic, devilish duo, and our scrappy scout and frocks find their own way in to this nightmare home. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Out on a Whim Presents Improvised D&D, Arc 6, the final episode. Here, the levels are made up, the spell slots don't matter, and the NPCs are completely out of my control. I am your dungeon master for this morning, today, tonight, Malik Saman. And for the final episode of this arc, we will follow our three intrepid heroes as they embark on an epic quest of my ingenious design. Once again, a story that they will continue not to know how it goes. Frankly, I'm not sure either. Our NPCs, completely out of my control today, are played by Bailey Picorni. I'm 7,000 lizards high. Bra- And Bryce Sree. We're doing it. <laughs> Once again, our three heroes for today's harrowing tale are Malvolia. Malvolia, tiefling sorceress, and I am a great mage and a terrible friend. Scout. Uh, you know the drill. You can call me Scout. I'm sober with a mission. And Frox the Peeler. Rocks the peeler, goblin assassin. I'm moderately drunk and I'm an okay friend. With that, let's get back into the action. So, Scout and Frogs, where last we left you off, you were finding an alternate route into the castle that wasn't the very strange opening of the main doors. You find in front of you what looks to be the doors heading downwards into some sort of basement level below where you are standing now. I was intending to maybe scale the side of the castle, maybe get into a bedroom, but here we can go into a basement. What are you thinking, Frox? Well, the fun option is you scaling the castle and me riding your back. And indeed, there is a pillar, a Corinthian pillar that rides atop the castle. You believe with enough strength you would be able to scale it all the way to the very top of the Mm. castle. Can I roll to see how I feel about my current strength and abilities? Go ahead and make a constitution check, just to see, you know, how you're feeling. Oh, it's a three. A three. Yeah. Uh, With the beating of the avalanche, with the failed drinking contest, it might be a bit of a tough climb for you. Oh, well, Frox would like to take out the grappling hook extension on their pistol to see if they could give Scout some sort of advantage on scaling this Corinthian pillar. It's literally made for climbing. Uh, it would certainly give you advantage. Shall we do it? All right. Okay. You you wanna you wanna still go for it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there is uh, a balcony on the very top floor that you would be able to hit with relative ease. Oh, wonderful! So, uh, Frox aims, points, and shoots, and rolls a fifteen. A fifteen is more than what you need. You hook 
upon the balustrade and hold taut. Climbing is now far easier for you. Wonderful. I detach it from my pistol and loop it around both myself and Scout so that there's extra reassurance there. Okay, I feel good about this. Right. Okay, so you just grab onto the hook and pull yourself upwards as if it was one of your regular exercises. You feel your lats <laughs> engaging, but you are confident. Frocks upon your back. You find yourselves upon the balcony of the very top floor, where you find something that surprises you greatly. Malvolia and Germond, we return to you. You find yourselves within the dusty, open, frigid entry hall with stairways leading this way and that labyrinthine-like. I didn't realize the terror had such beautiful taste in whole decor. This brings back so many memories. It's stunning. I run my hands along the gargoyles. Ooh, I pull one of them (sighs) off and steal them. I look at a clawed tapestry, and I'm like, the claw marks make it better. Malfolia, oh, this is so wonderful. You know, I was worried that you were actually going to be good by now. Oh, don't you worry. This redemption tour is just for show. I you was know, just thinking that. Pat some heads. Oh, you know, kiss uh, some babies. Exactly. I was so worried that you'd gone all goody-goody, but I've seen you just use and abuse your friends. I'm so proud. Well, what do you mean? Well, <laughs> what do you mean? You. I haven't been using and abusing my friends. Oh, 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 and you're lying too. That's just like you. Well, excuse me, I'm not lying. I've been very nice to them this oh, trip. Oh, yes, and I haven't enslaved hundreds of war criminals. Oh, okay. Criminals, air quotes, they're just families. Do you want to go? I'm a very good friend. Oh, okay, well... I, I bought them lots of drinks. Oh. I gave them a six thousand gold budget for lunch. I'm pretty sure the furball doesn't understand money, and you also were using them as a pack mule. And I believe they were trying to talk to you all the time, and then you just gaslit them, and you you lied to them, and then you you didn't even watch when they left you. The Furbolg has a name, and the Furbolg's name is Scout. Well, Do you want to go? I don't know the Furbolg's name. I know they don't have them. Malvolia burns with a red flame, and Germond begins to burn with this purplish energy, and just as you are about to come to blows... Oh, I was going to give you back your stuff, because oh, that's you, what good friends do. I was going to take it because I'm stronger than you. I will kill your family. Oh, t- Just as you are you, about to... I beat you to it. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) How do you think I rose to power? You know it was my dream to kill your family. That's why I got to them first. Oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. I'm going to flame slap him. As you are about to do so, you hear a shriek coming from the other side of this entry hall. Ah! Shut up. Coming from a butler. Who has dropped his fine teas? Yeah, it's 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 shocking that there is a butler in here who is in such frankly fine shape. Uh, no scratches, no injuries. This butler has all of his capacities upon him, and he is both elated and terrified to see the both of you here. You butler, what's yeah. your name? My name is Gregoris. Do you think I'm a good friend, Gregoris? Oh, based on what I've seen, neither of you are good friends, but I I have high hopes for you to become some. Yes, uh, uh, we haven't had guests here in quite some time. Uh, Would you like Uh, some tea? I'm sure some of these haven't uh, fully touched the floor. Would you find me to be a good friend if I drank some of your tea? Indeed, I would. I give him a thousand gold, and I give Gurga 
the fuck you, man. Uh, the stink eye of evil, and I like oh, also oh. flipping the bird. <laughs> Throwing your money around, real good friend. It I makes you just because you're doing it out of spite. I hate to interrupt, but uh, is the master expecting you? Uh, I'd like to roll for deception because I'm so good at it, and I'm honest with who I am. That's a three. No, uh, he's not expecting us. They're totally us. expecting us. We followed him here. You've, uh, oh, the jig's up. There followed was, the master. There was a great terror beast that uh, had a sassy snake tail and it stole two people from the town. Yes, that is him. Yes, and I'm here to congratulate and him. And you're chill with that, so you're evil too, great. I'm not evil, no, of course not. I simply serve my, my master and try to keep his castle clean and, and, and get well kept. And you're doing a great job. I hand him another thousand gold. The, <laughs> thank you. Well, thank In you. his gratitude, the butler corrects what you have just mentioned. This terror isn't really a terror at all. He recommends that it would be best for you to journey through the castle to see exactly what's going on here. Hmm. Well, thanks for letting us be your guest. Uh, yes, of course. Be our guest. Be our guest. Uh, put our service to the test. <laughs> what's that? The gray stuff. It's delicious. Would you like to try it? Absolutely, I would. Ah, here you are. <laughs> Each of you have a spoon. Ooh, oh, it's alcoholic. <laughs> yes, well, oh, 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 getting oh, wasted. Mm, fun. <laughs> Yes, uh, please. Uh, I believe the master is uh, through the castle at the far end, perhaps in the library. Well, there's two far ends because we're in the center of the castle. So I'm going to go right and you can go left because we're not friends anymore. Oh, were we ever? Eat my flaming butthole. Present it. <laughs> and Malvolia storms away. Wait, do you present it? No, I storm away. <laughs> Malvolia storms away. <laughs> I disappear into 5,000 cockroaches! <laughs> oh, fuck oh this guy. <laughs> I'm used to seeing magic, but that is disturbing. Scout and All of Frost. the cockroaches moon you. I'm sh I think they're mooning her, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Scout and Frox, we return to you. You see before you, through the glass wall that leads to the balcony that you now stand, inside this castle, a museum. Ooh. Statues of a variety of exotic races and creeds. Paintings from the finest artists decked upon the walls. But things are torn to shreds. This once beautiful demonstration of the world's cultures has been torn asunder. Huh. What would you like to do? You know, this is a real shame because these artifacts belong with their rightful owners. Museums are just hordes for rich people to flaunt their crimes. Uh, I don't know. Just... This is what real theft looks like. Oh, it just looks like a bunch of stuff to me. That's all right, Scout. Here, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll have a discussion later about uh, colonialism and cultural appropriation. Okay, uh, sounds we, good. Uh, frogs um, rose to investigate. Yes, please do. That's a seven. A seven, Scout. Would you also like to investigate? Yeah, I would. I want to see if we can actually get inside first. Yeah. Uh, the doors are actually ajar. Oh. The curtains have let the wind both in and out. Scout. You, you make your way in, given that the doors are open. Uh, would you also like to investigate? I would. I'd like to roll investigation. That's a 19. So while Frox is enamored by the variety of cultures that they are being exposed to, basically for the first time, you notice that one of the paintings upon the wall has been severely damaged more than anything else in this room. The painting is of a young, brown-haired boy 
whatever or whoever tore this thing as it did clearly did not like seeing this face. I think someone has rage issues. Uh, Frox, since we're in a, in a space that we've never been in before, I'm kind of feeling like we might have to plan an escape or a disguise Ooh. of some sort. And DM, I want to use one of my abilities to, to roll and create a disguise for us. Oh, Something certainly. that can help us blend in. Yeah. Uh, no need to roll. Taking a look at the finer culture around here, you, from a disguise kit that you've been carrying on you, managed to produce something that would allow you to blend in with the finer folks you would likely find in such a place. Maybe we can be statues later. <gasps> oh, that would be so fun. Wow, that'd be kind of cool, yeah. And okay. when people walk by, go boop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. So, you pass through this menagerie. Malvolia. you You find yourself in the dining room. Hello! Your... Calls for attention echo through the halls, echo across this room, rebound back to you. Oh, look at me. I'm having a meltdown. Someone should check. Damn it. Oh, somebody does check. <gasps> oh, good. Somebody opens a door to a brightly lit kitchen. I walk in without rolling perception or anything. The chef who you just barged past, uh, uh, really, hello, hello. Yeah, really um, starts pressing you for assistance. Oh, oh, hey, oh, oh, are you the assistant that the, the uh, management sent? Perfect, no, get in here. Yeah. No, that's not me. Malvolia, Tiefling Sorceress. Oh, hello, yeah, I, I need to boil like 20 crabs. I got a party coming. Oh, that's easy. I use flame hands to boil the water instantly. Oh, wow. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, this is awesome. I'm looking for your master. He is a uh, great creature. You probably know what he looks like. You probably know better than me. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, uh, well I know what he looks he like He is now. terrified at the very thought of this creature. Hey, I, I, we, don't, we don't like to talk about him. Are you scared? Bitch, you scared? I don't like that you called me bitch, but yes. I can be more terrifying I don't know about than that. any master you have ever met. I am Malvolia. Tiefling sorceress. Who? I am she who slayed the beloved elvish prince. Which one? I am her who murdered the goblins of Kaldor. Where's Kaldor? You don't know what Kaldor is? No. Oh, I didn't realize you were stupid and a little bitch. Where is your master? Bring me to him. Uh, he's much more scary than you. No one is scarier than me. Make an intimidation check. I like the room on fire. With a 12, you spook this guy good. Huh. But uh, he has been living. Do you want to see a flaming butthole? He has been living. Jesus. <laughs> He's been living in the household of basically an abomination for weeks, and he does not want to be devoured. Neither he nor the other dozen chefs who are sh quickly cooking for this beast. You're 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 awful scary, Malvolia. But but I feel like with with my team here of elite assassin, also chefs, we could probably take you. But I don't know if we could take. I can offer you a better way. A Do you want out? Yes, I want out. I can give you land. I can give you power. Go on. Take me to your master. I start just ripping gold out of my bag. Whoa. You want money? You no, want, I want freedom. You want connections to the government. Want freedom. You want the ear of the king. I want freedom. I'll give you freedom. I blast a hole in the side of the kitchen using flame strike. You blow a hole of cinder into this fancy stone wall. And it leads you to a staircase leading upwards. Is this where he is? Uh, Little bitch, talk faster! Uh, that's, 
that leads to the labyrinthian upper floor. He he does lie in there, but but you, you that's his turf. It's dangerous. Great, fantastic. Thank you, chef. Behind, behind, behind corner. Corner. Malvolia. As you exit this kitchen, you pass by a platter of cupcakes and cakes. The crabs that this chef boiled was assorted into sort of like a playful like structure. The food that these chefs are producing seems like they're being made for a child. You take the stairs going upwards. As I leave, I knock the crab on the ground. I don't care, I'm out of here. Guys, let's go! And the chefs leave. Wow, you did something heroic today! You're a hero, Malvolia! But you're a real jerk! Scout and Frox, we return to you. You now stand before a tall door. This thing is ominous as all heck. And standing before it are the two tale tellers that were just kidnapped by the terror itself. They look like they have juggling ornaments and balls in their hands. We're just <laughs> juggling balls. Yes, right. Uh, we, you know, not only are we great storytellers, but we are also great jugglers uh, and entertainers. Specifically ball jugglers, yes. That's right. Wow, what a wonderful vocation for someone to have. Uh, could, could we go in, in past that door? Well, I mean, are are you? What are you here for? Yeah, I, I mean, we don't uh, recognize you. We're here for y'all, actually. Oh, wait a second! Weren't you the ones who uh, tried to save us back there? Yeah, weren't you in danger? <laughs> Absolutely. We thought we were. Yes, but now we've actually been given greater lodging and greater pay than we have ever received that before. That's true. And check out my new vest. Isn't it nice? Mm-hmm. That's a oh, that very, very nice. nice. Yes, see his vest. Yes, it's the stitching very nice. See my vest. Yes. Yeah, the stitching is like luminescent. It's oh, beautiful. Thank you very much. Despite their excitement at their heightened status, they are terrified at entering the door to what they tell you is the library. Yes, but we've been for- forbidden from going in the library. <gasps> yes. Yeah, everything comes at a price, of yeah, course. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're uh, simultaneously very happy at our new station and also terrified of our uh, possible doom. We oh. would recommend you don't go through that door. Yes, please don't. Are you guarding something? What no. are you doing right now? No, no, we're more like no, we're, we're juggling, you. just juggling in case. Make an in insight case. check, Scout. That's a four. A four. Just juggling in case the master walks by. That's right, juggling these balls. Mm-hmm. Do you... Like, is your master good to you? I can see that they are granting you some sort of material wealth and some sort of financial security, but you don't strike me as very happy right now. My balls drop. (laughs) My balls drop as well. Well, you see, the master has been very generous with us and has provided us with a great life for this past 45 minutes we've lived here. Yes. However, he's also quite frightening, and I'm... A little bit afraid of what yes. might happen if we crossed him. He yells so much. I know Great how you claws. feel. And the hiring process was a little aggressive. Yes. Also, we called him the Terror, and he was offended by that. Yes, don't call him the don't Terror. Don't call him the Terror. Call him by his real name. Uh, and that is... Skip. Skip? Oh. Okay. I think the Terror sounds a little cooler. I think so, too. Well, yeah, it's weird. It's like he, he, he just kind of mumbled and said that his name was Skip and that he'd always been Skip. Oh, that's all right. Well, yeah. has, has the uh, the master transformed recently? Transformed? We've only seen him as the Beast, the Terror. That's right. We, I mean, we met him just before you did. Yeah, the moon's still high in the sky, right, DM? It is. Okay. It looks like it is beginning to descend, though. Good to know. He actually stole us to tell him bedtime stories. 
That's true. We are. Gr- oh, I mean, we're tale tellers. We're the so tale tellers, so we need to tell tales to this little tot. That's uh, yes. <laughs> we tell tales to this tot. Timely. <laughs> this terrible tot. In this terrible tot. You say tot. You say this. This great giant thing is a child. Well, you know, we we're parents. We know a child when we see one. That's that's true. He does. He does all the telltale signs. Those terrible telltale signs. This time I forgot to do my tongue twisters this morning. Oh, twisted as it does. He's very childlike. For instance, he found a rock outside and he handed it to me like it was a gift. Wow, what a nice gift. The four of you can hear the striking of heels upon the marble floor. I pick my balls up and I start juggling. This is coming from behind you. Malvolia herself ascends the stairs. Move! Ah! I know that strat anywhere. Move! Hey, Magnolia. You're all in my way. I open the door. You open the door and see before you a grand storage of knowledge of the worldly sort. Books rise high into the ceiling and down into the floor from all cultures and all types. And sitting in the middle of the room is the terror itself, hunched over a tea set. Oh, this is amazing. Look at all these tree graves. <sighs> We, the tale tellers, we hightail it out of there. That's right. Charter, charter, <laughs> That's how we say things. Yes, right. Tally-ho. Charter, tally-ho. At the very sight, the tale tellers escape. Another tale for them to tell. It is now just you three and the creature. Uh, hello, French. Uh, would you like some company for your tea? Company? You come here... Willingly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we snuck in here and everything. It was a whole affair. I brought you a rock. I reach into my pack and I, I pick out a, a shiny little amethyst that oh. I keep with me. Oh, I like that. That's shiny. And I brought you 800 gold. Ooh, also shiny. But I think I like the rock better. I brought you this half-eaten apple. Do you want a bite? I do. Can I have a bite? You can have a bite. This apple is clearly a toy. It is like literally squeaky and I go om nom 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 nom. Very good. Oh, and I thank headed you. back oh, to him. Oh, I take it back. Thank you very much. Uh, so you would you like some tea? Yes, please. We yeah. would. We would love some tea. Um are you alone here? Or I mean, is there anyone that's not a servant that lives with you here? There's a lot. I have a lot of new friends. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, uh, they just, I have to keep them all locked in their rooms. Oh, why do you have to keep them locked in? Because then they won't be friends with me if I let them go. Oh. You know, I accidentally did a nice today. D- does that mean mm-hmm. you, you peed in the potty? No. No, it doesn't. I haven't learned that one yet. But I was downstairs in the kitchens, and I called your chef's little bitches, and then oh, I f- oh. gave them their freedom. Oh, I cover, I cover the terror's ears. I'm like, Malvolia. No, it's fine. Frocks, I've got this. Speaking <laughs> of the chefs, you see a line of them ascending the stairs with the cake pastries that you, Malvolia, saw, along with a variety of unhealthy fried goods. Can we have a quick adventure side bar? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, as I said, I accidentally did a nice, and I gave these chefs their freedom and also financial stability. So I have a feeling they're coming here to kill this this beast. Oh, I'm. 
you know, I would be all about toppling a high-powered figure such as this, but this is a child. This is a child. This is an opportunity for us to engage in some early childhood intervention. This child is obviously of noble birth. I know how to talk to them. If one of you can hold off the horde of chefs, I'm sure that I can convince them to free everyone else here. You would do that? Absolutely. I accidentally did a nice, but now I have to do an evil by gaining the trust of this future monarch for my own personal gain later. You understand. What? You're doing an evil? Yes, that is such an evil thing to do, Malvolia. Frox is kind of tearing up a little bit. Even though Malvolia has the wrong intentions, Frox believes they're doing the right thing. Now, that is so down dirty and evil. Oh, no, no, no. But if you must... I'm going to roll and see if Scout understands what's going on. <laughs> That's an 18. An 18. Okay. You get it bright as day. Okay. Right. What Frox said. All right. Will you let my cooks go? I, I'm, I'm sorry. It was an accident. But you know what? They were so happy to go outside. And now, if they come back, you know it's because they want to. You say as they are trembling at the knees. Frox would like to, um... Uh, roll, uh, roll to see if any of these foods are poisoned. Go ahead and make a medicine check. Right, wonderful. That's a natural 20. That's a natural 20. You can smell from the teas and the lobster bisques that are being displayed before you. Something smells delicious. Okay. There is nothing wrong with any of these dishes or drinks. All right. I, I place down the last tray and I book it out of there. Skip takes three chocolate chip cookies and puts them in his mouth at once. The three of you see that as he is enjoying dinner with the three of you, that the horns atop his head begin to shrink and the fangs jutting out of his lower lip begin to descend back into his mouth. Malvolia, you've dealt with royal curses before. You get the inkling that just spending time with this quote-unquote terror will free him from his curse. Makes sense to me, but I still think the villagers will come for him. Maybe the chefs didn't have it out for him, but he's kidnapped people from the village. He's been terrorizing them for weeks. We need to be prepared for battle. In fact, I'm quite sure Lumberjack Jack is someone we should be watching out for. Good point. Get that... Your old Furbolg friend was trying to kill a child. I don't think he knew. I mean, children are barely developed and able to understand moral implications of things. This poor creature is not evil. It's just lacking social conditioning and actual love and guidance. Hey, buddy, are you feeling better? I'm, I'm feeling angry and sad. Okay. That people want to leave. Well, uh, did somebody important to you leave? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? We don't have to. Well, it's just I I used to be best friends with Lumberjack Jack. Yeah. And what happened? Now he wants to... Now he wants to... Ever since I changed, he wants to kill me. <gasps> hey, do you want to go outside? Uh, not, not dangerous outside. Not go in the forest. Not go to the town and take anyone. Do you want to go play ball? Ooh, like, 
Like with the like the god ball? No. Do you want to play with this ball? And I pull out of my bag of holding a little silver bouncy ball. Ooh. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to play with the bouncy okay, ball. Okay, but what are the rules? I have to go outside. You have to go outside. And you can't hurt anyone. Can't hurt anybody. Or take them away from their friends and family and livelihoods. Okay, I can't take anybody away. And when you're done, you have to give it back. Okay, 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 okay. Let's go. All right, let's go. Uh, you two, you you take care of what you need to, all right? I'm going to take uh, the terror outside. Come on, Skip, let's go. Don't call me the terror. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just sounds so cool. Let's come up just with a new nickname. makes me so mad. Call me Skip. You like Skip? Yeah. Okay, if you want another cool nickname, we can work on that. Oh, Otherwise, okay. I'll call you that dingy weird nickname, like well, Skip. Well, Skip's my real name. Malvolia, so there is a balcony attached to this library. Mm -hmm. You can either go out to that balcony or you can go to the uh, castle grounds if so you wish. Skip, you pick. Uh, let's go out to the castle grounds. Okay, castle grounds. Uh -huh. You're in charge. I take him by his big mangled monster hand and we start walking downstairs. And the two of you descend towards the castle garden. It is coated with snow, but were it not for that, you would imagine that these hedged branches and these shrubberies would have been an immaculate display for the height of royalty. The two of you play ball, and it's just a wholesome, sweet, merry time. I have a sassy tail, catch it too and throw. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is fun. You know, usually when I play this with my friends, they're crying the whole time. Well, if they're crying, they're probably not your friends. Oh. They're your serfs. Oh, no. That's okay. That's part of the system. Just then, the gate they came in closes and locks. Froxen Scout, you hear the closing of those doors. It doesn't seem like something that Skip would do to close the doors behind him or Malvolia. What would you like to do either in this library or around the castle? Well, there's clearly a curse around here, and, and I know that in the previous place we were in, uh, folks couldn't leave or come in, but Skip seems to be able to, so I'm trying to sort this out in my head. Frox, what do you think is going on? What, what should we do next? Uh, Frox would like to roll insight to see if they can comprehend, because even though they spend so much of their time hobnobbing with the royals and the nobles, Ooh. it's mostly to eliminate them and not to understand them. Certainly, go ahead. That's a seven. A seven. Yeah, it's as confusing as you just said. Uh, you have a crisis of conscience right now. <laughs> this is not the kind of person that you would normally want to help. But, as you said, he's a kid. There's a, a chance for him to change. Even though he was born into the, the curse of nobility, there, there's a chance that he could be part of a greater generation to make things better. Ah, do you think so? Are you dumb bitch? Get out of here! spider with Germond's <clears throat> face lies at the top of this room. Germond. Ah, Frox the Peeler. It's been so long since I saw you last. <laughs> you are much smaller. I'm so sick of this fool. I'm initiating combat. <laughs> All right, yeah, go ahead. Oh, let me roll initiative. That's a 19. That's a 7. All right, so the heroes go first. Hmm. Germond, the real Germond is here. In spider body and all, baby. All right, I'm going to reach into my pack, and I'm going to uh, uh, find this vial of love potion that I had from earlier. 
and I'm going to smash it into Garamond's face. All right. Make a dexterity check to see if you can catch him. It's a five. It's a five. (laughs) You try to smash this love potion into his face, but he diverts himself, climbs back up the spider trail once he came. The vial is still intact, but you have it in your hands. (laughs) Dungeon Master, whose turn is it? It is yours. (laughs) I would like to cast Dissonant Whispers on Frox the Peeler. Frox the Peeler. That's a two. That's a two. Frox the Peeler, you are very confident that this being, this man, does not matter. So much stronger now, stronger than your parents were. You would do wise to stop speaking. Hmm, I never know when to shut up. Frox, it's your turn. Let's get him, Frox. Frox takes out the pistol and puts it away. Ooh. Not gonna shoot me, daddy? What? First of all, I am a daddy. Second of all, you're not worth it, you piece of rat scum. Hmm. Well, you might not say that about everyone in this castle. Maybe you wouldn't want to save that child if you knew who his father was. I'm listening. Oh, somebody that you might have a little bit higher on your list. During this, Frox is walking closer to Garamond. Garamond has made his way from the ceiling towards the wall to the side, and you approach him. Mm-hmm. Head of the Assassin's Guild, Lazarus Montclair. He's Lazarus's child. Oh, he's one of them. Frox is a little shaken. Frox takes out a vial of acid, swishes it in their mouth, and spits it at Garamond. Make an attack roll. That's a natural 20. A natural 20. You being a goblin, you are immune to the acid that you have just swished in your mouth, and you spray it onto the spider. Its tiny limbs. Oh, God, it... As you, as your main form begins to melt, you begin to disperse into a million tiny spiders and skitter away into the castle halls and nooks and crannies. Scout, what do you do as this happens? I squish as many spiders as I can. Yeah, go ahead and make a stomping check. It's an 11. An 11. You stomp a good many. Yeah, I feel proud. Yeah. Uh, I would say about a third of this creature's being has just been stomped away. Good, he'll never come back in the same size or form again. I'll see you next time, And as these words emanate throughout the hall, you can see the dispersion of a purplish bubble that surrounds the castle. You can see the webs and ruination of these halls begin to reverse into a previous prior splendor. Garamond was the one who cast the curse upon this castle. So as you're playing ball, you can see Malvolia that his clawed hands begin to shrink away. The fur on his hands begins to go back into his palm. And he is beginning very visibly to transform. You see the bubble that 
emanated around the castle begin to leave. Hey, Skip, are you are you feeling better? I I am feeling better. I can see your elf ears. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I used to be a an elf prince. Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna sit on the grass with me? I think we're gonna have a, a big talk. Okay. I lumberjack Jack burst through the door of the front gates of the castle now that the bubble's down. Skip! You do so with a huge mob of angry villagers. Malvolio and Skip, you did not see this coming given the joy, given the joy that you had. There is a huge angry mob of villagers assaulting this castle. Lumberjack Jack standing tallest among him with his legendary axe. Helvetica at my side. I'm going to pick up Skip and I'm going to firefly him up to the balcony. You do so without error. Whoa! Skip, Skip, we're gonna have to have our big talk real quick, okay? Do you know that I used to work for the king? No, no. I did. And sometimes when you're a king or a ruler or a leader of any kind, you have to make big choices, uh-huh. right? And sometimes they're hard. And sometimes you make the wrong choice. Yeah. And and sometimes when you make that big, wrong, hard choice, it's really hard for other people to realize that it was a mistake because you're in charge. Yeah. Right? So you need to be a big boy right now, and you need to go down, and you need to apologize to all those people for all of the bad things you did. All the kidnapping, and and all the hurting people, and maybe they'll take your apology and they'll forgive you. Okay. The other thing, Skip, is that children are allowed to make mistakes, so they don't forgive you. I promise I will get you out of here unharmed. Okay, Scout. Okay, thank you. Rox, Malvolia, and Skip. You are now all together. But based on what Malvolia said, Skip makes his way towards the front entrance. Do you follow him? We are Absolutely. going with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I want to ta- I take his now much smaller hand and I walk down with him. Can I lead to make sure that no one's going to charge at him? Sure thing. You lead the pack, mighty as you are. As you descend the steps leading towards the entry hall, you can hear such a clamor, such a smashing of porcelain and metal and yelping at the entry hall. We're here to free everyone! Oh, yes. (laughs) The... (laughs) Rox is on board with everything except for the child murder. The castle servants stand by unsure as the angry villagers and Lumberjack Jack step up towards your group. I just want everyone to know that I am just a butler and I was just doing my job. Get uh, out of here, you goof man. We're freeing you. All right, please, please don't, don't hurt the boy. The boy? And uh, the butler runs away. Lumberjack Jack? The voice. Are you... What happened? I, I'm back to You're normal. back to... Being a little a little man. He's not quite yet. You can see that he is half changed, half what he used to oh. be, and half the creature. Lumberjack Jack. This creature has haunted your village for months. No matter what it was, it cannot be redeemed. Skip. We were such good friends when I was looking for for Scout, my true love. And and, and I trusted you so much. And then when I woke up. You transformed and taken everyone. No one wanted to be my friend anymore once I became a terror. Skip, no excuses, remember? Yeah. Apologies don't come with qualifiers. 
I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna clap my hands three times, and that's gonna release everybody from their rooms so that they can come join you again. Okay, just kidding. You can uh, leave your rooms, uh, and you can still be my friend, maybe. What must be a hundred villagers sheepishly exit their prison doors, essentially. Their plush bedrooms. They leave their, their, their confinement and shyly approach Lumberjack Jack and the rest of the villagers. But Lumberjack Jack does not look convinced. How do I know you won't transform again, Skip? Give me something. I, I didn't choose to transform. I was transformed. Don't you come any fault. closer. Scout, why are you protecting him? He's a child. He's a child that's kidnapping. I can see that look in your eyes and I don't like it one bit. Scout, I've had to do things. I've had to do things to go out into the world and find you. To bring you back to the land that you betrayed. Oh, that sounds like kidnapping to me. I don't know. Oh, Frox well, has made their way. Scout. Frox has made their way to the mob side, um, and it's like, oh wow, it sounds like he's doing the real. They're doing the real kidnapping. Scout, yeah. do you really not want to come back? It's not about that right now. Well, what's it about, Scout? I need to understand. I need you to give up this quest that you're on to find me, and I need you to put down your grudge for this child here. Scout, I, if I, I've traded so much to get here. That, Lumberjack oh. Jack lets out a roar <laughs> and lunges at the terror. Scout dives in the way, tries to block. I cast Hellish Rebuke to surround us with flames as well. Lumberjack Jack, roll attack. All right, <laughs> black pools ooze out of my eyes as I weep blood. Three, a three. <gasps> Scout and Malvolia's combined protection deflect the coming axe blow onto this child. That guy is trying to kill I a child because he's horny. That is so weird. Hold he's trying to, kill a master. he's <laughs> trying to kill a kid because he's horny. That's so weird. Who said that? That's fucked up. The mob. <laughs> the whole mob said it. Everyone is doubting <laughs> you, Lumberjack <laughs> Jack. They think you're a poor leader. I gaslight him. It's a seven. It's a seven. You fail to convince him, but the villagers behind him take a few steps back. They are unsure as to Lumberjack Jack's convictions. Killing this kid gets Lumberjack Jack hard. Everyone say it. Uh, that's so stupid and weird. What? I gaslight the crowd. It's a 14. It's a 14. The crowd looks at each other and lets down their spades and their swords, and they begin to make for the entrance. Dungeon Master, I would like to roll willpower to keep the god ball from taking control of my body. That's a 16! A 16! I hit the floor! Fire leaking out of my ears! Uh, uh, I can't... Oh, he's so god, complicated! I've traded so much to find you! It's... You need to get out of here now! Dungeon Master, I want to take Helvetica from Lumberjack Jack. Go ahead and make a strength check. To see if you can nab it from his hands. That's a 13. A 13. Like a Roll a contested check. That's a 17. No. That's a 17. It's fused I'm... to my hand. You have to give it up. I can't. It's fused. It's gross. <laughs> uh, as you attempt to grip the Helvetica and take it from his hands, it is as he says. It is fused to his hands with unnatural devilish energy. Ball begins to... <laughs> 
throw his, its influence from his grip to his arms to his body. The axe grows and teeth sprout from the actual blade of the axe, creating a mouth attached to the hound. Oh, he's so complicated. <laughs> well, Frox is behind Lumberjack. What now. would you like to do, Frox? Well, Frox is going to sneak up and do what they promised to, they would do to scout before and chloroform this creepy old bastard. Make a check to see if the chloroform even works. <laughs> That's a four. I grab That's it. a four. It, I'm not that old. Ah! And he tosses you down the <laughs> stairs. Frox. <laughs> Dungeon Master. I would like to run past Scout and skip and go to the roof of the castle. In your confliction, you do so. You shove them aside as- I'm so conflicted! We have to go after We him. have to. Yeah, we, we take off. All right. All right, I'm gonna use Fireflight to get me up to the roof. Hey, Skip, you have a really important job right now. Yeah? I need you to go to your room and uh-huh. I need you to lock the door. Okay. And no matter what happens, I don't want you to come out of there until one of us comes and gets you. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, okay, here I go. I'm running. Uh, Frox recognizes a little chimp running away with the rest of the mob. Could they try to get their attention? Sure, go ahead. Uh, that's an eight. I yeah, as you smash back first into the stairs, getting this chimp's attention is almost the last thing you could be capable of. You are dazed. <laughs> Uh, well, that was a waste of everyone's time. I'm in Fox the mob, spawns. too. Oh, 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 uh, c- come with me real quick. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, as I, I, can you can you lead me? Oh, yes, 100%. Frox leads them Ooh. to Skip's room. Cool. So we found the key, and then we, we found the company, and then we freed everyone. Oh, wow. What? Wow. wow We've been on a story journey you since you were there. You have been very productive. Mm-hmm. Um, could you do me this favor and watch over this this child? Hello. Ah, okay, they're right here. <laughs> uh, sure, I, I, I babysit uh, scrambles all the time. All right, wonderful. And if you goof me on this, I will end you. Okay, excuse me. I just <laughs> Frox runs off. Frox, leaving Skip in the protection of the blind mystic and his chip, runs to the top of the stairs. I give Skip chin scratches. <laughs> <laughs> We're already up there. We've just reached the landing. Mm-hmm. Scout climbed. I flew. It was really awesome. Lumberjack Jack stands before the balustrade. Black wings have sprung from his back, and he stares off, not looking at the party. But just to make shit even sicker, there is a blizzard going on. This is a dramatic scene. Yeah, it looks is, super cool. <laughs> it is hella storming right now. It is almost difficult to see. What do you do, heroes? Furbog. Are you I still in there? I go by Lumberjack Jack now. Lumberjack Jack? Yes. Furbolg Scout. I'm sorry. Me too. I turn and black flame is erupting from my eye holes. How do you not want him? <laughs> <laughs> I can't control it much longer, Scout. Know that while you're still here with me, I want you to know that I love you and I always have. Oh. I start crying, but that just makes the fire report. And I won't let anything bad happen to you. I'll, I'll try my best. Ball's influence grows upon Lumberjack Jack. What was once a furball now is coated in this shiny red sheen. This demonic being of magma with black wings is domineering of Lumberjack Jack's frame. Roll for initiative. Um. I got four. 
Ball goes first. Ball, what do you do? I hold out my hand and cut it open and use blood magic to create blade icicles to shoot at the goblin. Why me? Ball knows you well. Make an attack roll, Ball. Oh yeah, I should do that. That's an eight. An eight. These red icicle spikes just jut out from his hands and shoot towards you, like the ballistas that you blew up an episode ago. But you dodge them deftly, and it smashes into the glass pane behind you, shattering it into pieces. Damn it, that was stained glass. If you're gonna kill me, you better finish the job. Well, what do you think I'm trying to do? No. I have an idea for a sick combo move. Remember the time we defeated the ocean? Are you gonna fight Yeah. Back? Let's fight fire with fire. Can you throw me like you're a catapult? I sure can. Can you pass out drunk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frogs passes out. <laughs> <laughs> I light myself on fire. All right, I live Magnolia over my head. Throw me at him. Make and I this toss. roll with advantage. It's a joined effort. I got a 13. A 14. I knocked all my dice over. I got a 10. A 14. Like the Powerball special, you rip Malvolia. Crouched in your palm, she burns with this fiery passion. Ow. And you hurl her into this being. Dungeon Master, I would like to try to catch Malvolia as she spins and redirect her at Scout. Make an attempt. Ten. Ten. The 14 is too great. Malvolia does the sonic spin in his grip. Oh, wait, that's cool. I put out my hand in a slapping motion, so every time I spin, I slap him once. With each slap, Ball's influence wanes from him. With each slap, his red metallic sheen wanes, and you see the Thorbo's furry flesh return to it. I keep slapping. You see the wings begin to subside, shrink back into his shoulder blades. Until eventually, Lumberjack Jack falls to his knees. The influence is gone, but the axe is still in his hands. I give him one more big slap for good measure. You slap him, an earth-shatteringly, thunder-clappingly loud impact. And as you do so, the axe shatters into pieces. The power of a 14. Like glass in orbit, it dissipates into the ether, leaving Lumberjack Jack alone forever. I walk over to Lumberjack Jack and I, I pick him up. Uh, You're and, so strong. And cradle him in my arms. I could have killed him, but good friends let you keep your stuff. Frox mentally takes a certain name on their list and moves it down a couple hundred spots. Everything about that was really sweet except the fact that she called me stuff. You're not a thing to me. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm a bulg. You are a furbog. Oh, Scout, and I take you in a big furbog fuzzy hug. <laughs> I miss you so much. I miss you too, babe. Why, why did you leave? Well, there was a lot of pressure being put on me. Just because you had to become the matriarch of our society and control all of our bylaws and policies? I don't want to be in charge of all those things. Oh. Lumberjack Jack, you have seen Scout perform acts of unspeakable heroism. This is not a furball who could be tied down to 
to a tribe for their existence. And additionally, you know that, that the furbog gestation period is three years and I do not want to be tied down. Yeah, it's a long time to have just one baby. We live like 400 years though. Yeah. So I, I did not want to be tied down in that situation. So I hope you respectfully understand. Oh, Scout, you're so goddamn cool. Uh, I just, I was just nothing without you. I, you left and who, the, who was I? I was just, I can't eye contact with a slight left head tilt. Now I'm Lumberjack Jack and I, I was Lumberjack Jack because I was going to find you. But if you don't want to be found, then who am I? Well, there is a certain little prince downstairs who could use a protector and possibly a friend, you big doof. Big doof. I like that. Furbolgs take the name of what they most need to be doing. You may call me Big Doof. Come, Big Doof. We descend the stairs. And so you do. The night of the full moon wanes, and a beautiful dawn rises high into the sky. Skip? Yeah? You can come out. Skip uh, peeks his head out, but is still a little nervous. The fortune teller is asleep, and so is the monkey. <laughs> the future, the future, the future, the future. Yeah, I was telling him a, a, a story that didn't really go anywhere. Skip, it's safe. It's all done. Oh, Everyone's really? accepted your apology. Oh, and if they don't, they've got Big Doof to answer to. As oh, you, you look you look like your normal self. That's right, except I've got this cool scar on my eye now. Skip, cool. Skip also looks like his normal self. He has returned to the boy that... Scout and Frox saw oh. in the painting. I pick him up and I spin him around. <laughs> hey, look, there's a little boy again. Tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> hey, I, I picked up a leaf from outside. You want it? Oh, of course I do. I'll go plant it. <sighs> Will that do something? Maybe. Awesome. And so you all descend into the castle grounds, the castle garden, the snow atop which has begun to subside. It is now becoming a beautiful spring. And as Lumberjack Jack plants this beautiful seed into the shrubbery, it grows into the most gigantic, most luxurious daisy that you have ever seen. Well, it looks like I'm back to being a druid now. Uh, Dungeon Master, I'm so inspired by this that I just want to plant a big wet one on Lumberjack Jack, who is now Big Doof. Put a big kiss to Big Doof. (laughs) The big kiss to Big Doof. Oh, pull me in and and dip me like I like. Okay, you got it. (laughs) Can I roll for this? Roll uh, for sure. Gro- roll yeah. for romantic I wanna, kiss. I want to roll for grossness. Okay. All right. To everyone else. Okay. How gross is this? It's an 11. Neither gross nor delicate. It is the perfect balance. Yeah. As this night of terror has come to a close. And so we end today's arc of Improvised D&D, the podcast. Dungeon Master, in a far-off location, you see one final spider crawl into a dimly lit obsidian cave, through many halls, into a secret hatch, into an underground castle, and I reform into my wonderful, beautiful self, and I kneel before a shadowy figure. They have your son. The figure crushes its wine glass. Blood dripping down its throne to be continued oh damn oh you think he's gonna come back 
Oh, oh, hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to Arc 6 of Improvised D&D. If you're just joining us this arc, we're happy to have you on board, and if you've been with us the whole time, oh, thank you. Next week, we're going to be back with Arc 7, a whole new adventure with a brand new combination of our adventurers. But don't worry, if you liked someone, you're always going to see them again. Spoiler alert, we're going to have, like, two new adventurers next time. It's going to be great. Speaking of great, if you thought we were great, it would be so great if you would tell other people that we were great. It's a great way to help great starting podcasts like us get a great start. Some other great things that we would love you greatly for is if you could rate and review us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling it these days. And if you want to know more about what we're doing, we're on all the social media pages. We're on the Instagram and the Twitter as Improvised D&D, that's the word and. And on Facebook, we're Out on a Whims Improvised D&D with the ampersand because they let us use that tasty pretzel. We got all kinds of cool art and side quest little videos. And on the YouTube page of the Otherworld Theater, we've got little digital adventures of the stage show so you can see exactly what it looks like when we're up on our feet and acting like stupid people. Speaking of, our lovable cast has been Scout Furbold Park Ranger has been played by the warm and fuzzy Sarah Little. Frox the Peeler Goblin Assassin has been played by the devious Kaylee Ravinsky. Malvolia Tiefling Sorceress has been played by the poetically foul-minded Katie Rupert. Our NPCs were the benevolent Bryce Reed and Bailey Picorni, that guy that turns into a bunch of smaller things. And of course, our fabulously flexible and frustrated dungeon master has been Malik Saman, Keeper of the Bits. <laughs> yes, of course. And last but not least, the great interdimensional audio beast, Hoggrass, who allows us to live and record in his fuzzy fuzzy pockets. Our intro song was Call to Swords by Tim Beak, and all of our atmosphere tracks are done by Michael Gelfi. This is Quill Havencrest signing off. Search for signs of the apocalypse, especially in obsidian caves with underground castles with mysterious shadowy figures. Hmm. Anyway, goodbye. See you later.